Hey guys, this is Watching People Cook, Master Chef Junior Season 7, Episode 12. I'm Pepper Proxy. And I'm David. And this week's episode is called Restaurant Takeover. Because yes. they take over a restaurant. They do. They take over a, um, a restaurant and it's uh, considered the top six, six are tackling the most daunting challenge in Master Chef Junior history. That's, it kind of seems like every week is the most daunting. They're daunted. Yeah, I think so. So, um, so we start with the, like, just a couple little talking heads. Um, Aaron says he's living, um, the life and Malia says it's going to get harder and harder to stay in the competition, but is it? Um, and Ivy knows Uh it's going to be a difficult challenge. And it is going to be a difficult challenge because... The expediter is Gordon Ramsay, as no, always. None other than Gordon, as Ramsay. always. Yeah, he. Well, I mean, yeah, they were. They were all in. Wait, who was in front of house? Christina was in front of house, but they right. They were helping out in the kitchen for sure. It, but um, before we get to the kitchen, I want to talk a little bit about um, when when Vans. Are renamed. When what? Oh, when they called the. <laughs> yeah, it was strange. They called the van a limo. Yeah, are we just so out of touch that vans are fancy vans are well, now ca- considered limousines? They have like disco lights. <laughs> they had gutted the van. Yeah. And they had put in limousine seating, LED lights, as you mentioned, and as Sadie pointed out, fake champagne. <laughs> she does have a sophisticated palate. I bet she's had real champagne because remember, was it the first episode she made like a champagne cake? I think she did. Yeah. I her palate is sophisticated, but I also think that they um probably asked her to say fake champagne. Because <laughs> the kids were in a limo with yeah. champagne glasses drinking a fizzy liquid and they wanted to reassure middle America that the kids were not actually drinking alcohol. It was probably that fizzy apple juice. Martinelli's? Is that what it's called? Something like that. You can get it at Costco, like three bottles for like $5.99. Right. Yeah. And so they were they were uh, drinking down their fake champagne and partying. Although the partying looked kind of weird and the lights didn't look that fun. Yeah, they were, they, they were living their best lives, though. It was kind of a party van. <laughs> That's what it was. Though, I, I bet you it's one of the vehicles that take, like, bachelorettes um, around for their bachelorette parties. Right. So they yeah. pick up a bunch of drunk people yeah. and then they transport them from one location to another safely. Yeah. In a dark van. Oh, <laughs> Purple lights, yeah. That just reminds me of when I had to, um, in a in a activity with other people, um, we had to drive a, like a cart with like bicycle like a bicycle cart, but we were all like driving it, and there was a bartender in the middle of the cart, and I I wasn't drinking, and I was the only one. Not so fun. Not fun at all. <laughs> no. So we head on over to Malise, which um, Christina Tosi shares with us that it is a two Michelin star restaurant. And Malise in French means tiny mouse. Oh, Malise. 
I made that up. I, I, I don't know what Melise means. But um, it's interesting because um, this place has two more Michelin stars than the entire country of Canada. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. And and um, and uh, although I would say the decor was a bit Canadian. Looked a little old fashioned. It was old fashioned. Yeah, it was. Old. I think Chef Josiah, um, he obviously is a great chef, but he maybe is very traditional. Right. I would say traditional. I would say so too. Um, and uh, I one thing I wanted to point out too is that uh, the producers actually chose the teams this time instead of having the kids do yeah. it. Yeah. So they balanced it out. So if someone had to go home. They could like knew who they were going to yeah, save. Yeah, it was trickery. It seemed like trickery, but yeah, um, yeah. I thought I noticed that right at the way, right at the top. I also noticed how adorable Christina looked in her jumpsuit. I know. I think I even said something to you. <laughs> you did. <laughs> you did. I I liked it quite a bit. Yeah. Um. So should we talk about the teams? Yeah. So um, Reed is selected to be the team leader on the blue team. Um, with Ivy and Che, um, they're together. Um, and in my opinion, I fe- felt like that was the stronger team. Yeah. Um, especially with that, you know how I feel about Ivy. Right. Um, and so, um, Reed, I also thought Reed and Ivy did a great job of asking really great, good questions during the demo. Yeah. In a way that we haven't actually seen before on the show, because at least they haven't shown the kids asking that many questions. But um, they asked good questions. I have to say, the chef seemed like distracted and surprised that the that the yeah contestants were like asking questions because he's like good, he yeah. said ask questions yeah and then they asked a question and he'd be like oh i don't know like three minutes yeah well i think <laughs> it's funny because it's not the only time that there was a q a which we'll no. get to that in a bit um so um sadie is the captain of the red team and um aaron and malia on are on her team um, but maybe we sh- maybe we can just first talk about the blue team and then we can talk about the red team and then the results. Does that work for sure, you? Sure. I, I do want to point out, though, that they got Chef White. Oh, yes. At that's the right. restaurant. Yes. And Aaron was particularly excited because he, he named three traits that to lead to success. And I only wrote down two, which is um, courage and an outfit. <laughs> well, you also said during the show um, that um, Aaron also stated some famous last words. He did. He did the thing where um, this is the toughest challenge ever. I'm going to have to try my hardest. Yeah, that's not. That doesn't usually bode well for a contestant. <laughs> they, 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 they maybe weren't famous last words, but they should have been. <laughs> <laughs> should have been, but. <laughs> Which team are we talking about first? So um, let's maybe just go through a couple things with um, Ivy and um, Che and Reed. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, Reed kind of talks a big game at the beginning, and he even says that he could show um, Chef Josiah a thing or two. Um, But I did think that Ivy was just so adorable during the truffle puree um, segment because she really did seem very like in shock and awe. And she goes, oh, and dang, like when she learns how um, precious a commodity that 
that truffle puree was. Precious, precious truffle puree. <laughs> so it, it, the truffles were $800 a pound, and the, the squeeze bottle weighed two pounds. So it was $1,600 in uh, truffle, which Gordon Ramsay did that math for me. I didn't figure that all out in my head myself. <laughs> he he wanted it. He he wanted really badly to say how expensive it was to impress the kids. So he prompted Josiah to like, "How much is that?" Yeah. And then he's like, "Well, you know, it's eight hundred dollars a pound." And then he's like, "And there's two pounds in there, so that's sixteen hundred dollars." Yeah. And I'm like, oh, "All right." That's easy math. Is it? Oh, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> well, okay. So I here's the thing, like. Chef Josiah, I really liked him. Yes. I really liked him. Um, And I would like to eat his food. But it almost seemed as though he had no idea what he had signed his restaurant up for. Yeah, he he had that thing like um, he woke up. And there was a TV crew there. Yeah. And he, like you said, he doesn't seem like a bad guy. And it's, Not at he's all. Probably he was pretty guy. laid back for a chef. He's like, okay. But it did seem like he was like, oh, wow. All right. <laughs> Cameras. Yeah. Like maybe maybe like uh, his one of his partners in the restaurant signed him up for it. And he was like, okay, I'll be a judge on Master Chef. And he's like, I'm just going to show up and taste some food. And then he was like, oh. I had to do a food demonstration and then sit like yeah. a king in a throne. Well, he must have known he was going to sit like a king in a throne at some point. Like, <laughs> you know, where's crime? But I just I thought it was interesting because it seemed like, at, at the very least, he had maybe not seen the show or very little. But um, <laughs> Sit like a king in his throne while Christina Tozzi waited, <laughs> waited on him hand and foot. A, a blue jumpsuit. <laughs> I mean, what else can you ask for? Lucky Chef Josiah. Um, so Reed is struggling out of the gate. Um, he's never been a captain. We again hear that he's the youngest. Well, he's the youngest now since my nugget of a little guy went home last, last show, Matthew. But, um, so Che, I was so impressed with Che this, this episode. Yeah, he did a great job. He was just so supportive and, um, he was very mature. It seemed like he was doing a good job cooking. Yes. And he... Yeah, uh, it, 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 both Che and Ivy at the beginning said we're gonna we, we're planning on helping Reed out when he needs help, and um, it seemed like they were very very supportive, but not bossy or taking over, which I thought was great. Yeah, they I was were impressed with them. They were both really great, and I will also say that um, Shay got almost no attention during the show because it seemed like he did everything correctly. Yes. So uh, there wasn't any drama. So yeah. they didn't edit him in very much. Yeah. He um, he definitely, he was just like, a, he was on the line. Like he could have been right. like a line cook or, you know. Yeah. Um, so um, Ivy says they were ready for the, once they get into the challenge, she says, well, we were ready for the challenge physically, but mentally, we're freaking out, which I thought that was a good description of what was happening with Reed because he was totally struggling under the pressure. Well, I got to say, I know Gordon Ramsay does this on purpose, but the first few tickets in every show, he calls out super fast to freak the people out and get them to start listening. And I couldn't even understand what he was saying when he called out the first tickets in this one. Well, yeah, and he does... the, the, I'm sure that's, you know, I'm not even sure if that's the pace that the tickets are called out in a 
highly functioning restaurant. Well, and he like it almost seems like he makes sure his accent is even stronger and it d- did seem pretty confusing. Well, it's pretty clear by the end of the episode, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was my only point with yeah. that. But Reed Reed I think his main problem was basting. Yeah, it was. And it I I was going to say Reed admits later that he he kind of started to shut down and he admitted that he needed to learn more um, about protein and about basting. And it kind of seemed like he had his, a little bit of a meltdown, but then also was able to see that it was kind of a humbling experience as well. Cause maybe he was a little overconfident. Well, I have a theory though. What is it? I think his grease burn made him baste shy. Because it, I'm sorry, I'm laughing, but I think you're 100% accurate. Because the poor guy was holding a pan with his burned hand with the towel wrapped around the pan with the skillet, and he had hot liquid in the pan and he was spooning it. And they, you have to tilt the pan towards yourself yeah. and spoon it up. And I would be, if I had just gotten it, looked like a serious blistery third degree burn on his hand, oh, yeah. I would be. Uh, uh, base shy as well. Yeah, yeah. Twice burned base shy. Yeah. Um, but I did like how Gordon Ramsay um spoke to him. He gave him a pep talk. He was gentle, and then also showed gave him a lesson in basting. Um, because I think they all maybe realized that he was base shy based on the burn. Yeah, which I I don't blame him. No, because that burn was, I, it was legit. Bad, legit. Like, that yeah. was that is not a fake. A, a lesser thing. child would have probably dropped out and then mm-hmm. been told they could come back on another season. A smile. A smaller child would have had ninety percent of their skin burn. Oh. They were really tiny. It was only eight too. Um, so um, Ivy also made a mistake with the lamb during the cooking. Oh yeah. Um, but you, you made a mistake. No, Ivy. Oh, Ivy. Ivy did. Um, but she was able to learn from it and she says, I'm never going to make that same mistake again. I love her. Like she is, she's coming to like late in the, later in the game, there's more focus on the winner. So hopefully, um, wishes come true. Um, and then I also think like it was kind of funny when Ivy, when they were at their worst, Ivy pulled a Matthew and repeated herself three times, and she goes, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, with her hands up to her face. Yeah. And, like, when I saw that, it kind of um, kind of made me a little worried. Yeah. You thought, like, this is the end for, for yeah. Ivy. Yeah. Um, but what happened? Didn't Ivy also, like, have, like... Do something or say something and her hat fell off. Yeah, that was toward the end. I said she had so much sass, her hat fell off. Because <laughs> she did like a head twist. <laughs> so and, cute. And the hat just flipped off. Yeah, so. she's so cute. Um, so Reed moved off basting. Mm-hmm. Um, che took over stealthily. Like, And then I'm like, well, yeah, Che is four years older. That That is a big age difference. But he just like... There was, it was so seamless. Ivy and Shay like really did such a good job. Um, so then Reed goes over to plating and he had a frenzied um, approach to plating. Gordon redirected, I think it was Gordon. Um, and then 
when we when I saw Reed's tongue pop out, I knew those plates were gonna look great, and yeah. they did. Because he gave his total concentration, <laughs> and every muscle in his body yes. relaxed. Yeah, and his little tongue was like focused on making a pretty plate, which is which is super cute. Um, and then when Chef Josiah, the, he also got so they had the the patrons of the restaurant not knowingly eat children's food. Right. And then they also had the king of the castle in a private um, dining area do a tasting. So Chef Josiah was on his throne. I I have to say they had a two Michelin star restaurant, but not two Michelin star customers. In other words, they didn't get people who were used to eating at a two Michelin star restaurant to sit in the audience because a couple of them even indicated in their comments now i see like why this place got all the hype because so they weren't like customers because some of the other times that they've done this they're like we got customers from the restaurant to come and do it and they basically said in this one they they weren't like they'd never been to a fancy place before yeah, I'm curious, like, um, maybe we can, like, try to do a little research to find out. Because we've talked about the audience or the customers in Hell's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. And we've actually been audience members for um, for a show as well. So we yeah. kind of know a, a couple things. But I do wonder how those folks were selected and, and chosen to, to be patrons. Yeah, I think some of them, some of them were definitely, like, people that just filled out comment cards and were invited there to, yeah. to be in the audience or were picked to be in the audience. But others of them, I think, were paid to be there and had questions or were oh, part yeah. of the crew. Oh, yeah, because you said you had a name during the Q&A. There were three questions, and you had nicknames for Well, one of them, people. the guy didn't ask a question. He was just featured heavily during the whole show. That was John C. Riley in his hat. <laughs> And there was Lex Luthor and the blonde lady. Yeah, that's right. That's right. The blonde lady and Lex Luthor both asked questions. And Lex Luthor, um, he asked a question that they always ask um, the kids at every single event, which is, you know, what, in one word, what's it like to cook for Chef Ramsay? Which, if you were just off the top of your head going to ask, why would you say in one word? Yeah, I don't think... Like, <laughs> that would never occur yeah, to you. No. You would never be like... You'd be like... What's it like to cook for Chef Ramsay? You wouldn't go in one word. Yeah, especially a little kid. Yeah. I don't want a wordy answer. I'm not really interested in any kind of fine detail. I just want one word. But the one word was terrifying. That was the answer. Mm-hmm. Who's, who answered that? Was that I? I think it was Ivy. Seattle Sadie. I think it was Ivy. Um, so, um, so back to the judgment in the king's room. Um, he just said that they needed more caramelization on their mushrooms, which um, they did for for the appetizer. <laughs> um, and but he was very compliment, like super complimentary of both teams' food. He also said the thing that was confusing to me is they only had um, one rib for their lamb dish, um, but the red team served two. So um, that that part kind of seemed like you would have gotten. Maybe points off, mm-hmm. but it seemed pretty. He was pretty nonchalant about that. Yeah, he was all like, "This is all good." <laughs> Wait, you just sounded again, once again, like um, um, Doctor Steve Brule. Yeah, oh, well, maybe it's because we're talking about John C. Riley. Oh, they're the same person. Did you know that? 
Were you were you aware? Really, really. <laughs> um, so over to so that's kind of like this the summary of the blue team, um, and then we'll go over to um, Sadie's team. Um, Malia out the gate said she's pretty nervous early in the challenge. Sadie says that she thinks that the lamb is going to be the most difficult to get perfect. Um, we already talked about um, Aaron and his outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, so Aaron is on the halibut. Malia is on prawns. Um, Malia has undercooked prawns initially. They didn't go out of, they weren't sent out of the kitchen um, because Gordon caught it at the pass. But also Sadie was responsible because she didn't, her quality assure, her quality control standards weren't, um, her standard, the standard of quality control wasn't up to standard. I guess that's what wow. I wanted to say. Wow. Sorry, I'm a little tired still. <laughs> um, so, and, and in the middle of cooking, um, I don't know if you caught this, but Aaron totally zoned out. Like, it was Aaron from episode two or three. Like, mm-hmm. like I was saying, he is so inconsistent with his energy levels. Yes, yeah, he is. He focuses. Yeah, maybe that's what it is, his focus. Um, so Malia calms down. I like how Malia, Malia, I love how she's able to recenter herself and calm down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like um, a, a do- like I could learn from her approach as well as some of the other kids because she catches herself kind of like spiraling just a little bit. And then she's like, I took a deep breath. Like she really knows like how to like calm, calm herself. So I wonder if she's gone on a yoga retreat or something. Maybe, maybe I did have one thing though, you know, Gordon Ramsay in this one, he found a raw bit of beef. Yeah. And I saw his hand move as if to throw it. And then he remembered he was in a two Michelin star restaurant. <laughs> Chef and, Josiah might not be happy with that. He's not going to throw it at that sign about excellence in the wall and stain it. So he just puts it back down on the plate. But, you know, he wanted to say, like, I, this is for the sharks or the bears or whatever yeah. was around. And then he just put it back in the plate. Yeah. Do you know, like, I noticed that. Do you think that that sign existed in that kitchen before the filming? I do. Okay. Okay. He did, though, say that their lamb, Sadie's team, the red team's lamb, um, when he was talking about that undercooked beef, he also said that it looked like dog dinner. Yeah. It was it was cut so thin. Was it dog dinner or a dog chew? Oh, maybe a dog chew because the meat was thinner than the bone. Again, one, one rib versus two. Sorry. Um, but Sadie, <laughs> Sadie gathered her team, and then reinforced standards after that. I thought she did a she really did a good, job. good job as a leader. They really did a nice job. I I think that um, I think one of the other strengths that they had is I think all of them took feedback during the um, during the cook and used it. During the Applied cook. it, yeah. You know, because... Didn't get yeah. defensive, didn't break down, yeah. Yeah. They just cried later in the hotel. <laughs> hey, with the, with the glasses sparkling apple juice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did like how... I, well, I felt like Sadie was... You know, sometimes we we are living in Sadie's world. You know that. Yeah. Like, Which, this is Sadie's world and we're just here. 
And we learned today, this time, too, that she's um, into karate as well. Karate. Just to add to her list of things that she's into. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if she goes to the karate school down the street. Maybe. Um, that would be funny. Um, but I did think she, I did think that she was really good on a team. She did great. And she hasn't always been. So I was impressed with Sadie. Yeah. Um, cause I kind of felt like she needed to like maybe just take a couple of those Malia deep breaths and like mm-hmm. maybe humble herself a little bit. And it seems like she was able to do that. Yeah. I'm not sure she's going to make it to the end. Yeah. But she did, she's doing a really good job. Why do you think she's not going to make it? I don't know. I just think I think that there are stronger people there. Yeah. And I think she's made up for some of her deficiencies with strategy. And I think that counts less when there's less people less, there. Yeah, I because agree. Because some strategy is based around the idea of just don't be the worst. Yes. Which gets harder as there's less and less people. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. Um, so... Um, when the, the they do the reveal to the diners, the patrons in the restaurant, and the two teams step out of the kitchen, there's like this great uplifting praise. Mm-hmm. But here's the question. Do you think any of those diners that were there, paid or not, expected anything other than children chefs? Uh, I would expect children. Right? I would say, I hope this is his new show, Master Chef Toddler. <laughs> it was all like three and four year olds like walking out in that weird, you know, lopsided Aww, baby walk. I love the baby walk. Yeah, and they all came out like that in chef's white. Would they wear those? Are they, what are they called? Toques? Like the big chef, like yeah. formal hats? I'd be really cute. See? I wish we had a toddler that lived next door that we could just. Dress as a chef for Halloween. Mm-hmm. You know, remember toddlers and tiaras? This would be toddlers and master chef. I think that would be a better show. I never <laughs> watched that toddler and tiara. I probably would have liked it, but um. so anyway, um, I have to ask you: Do you know who the chef superhero was? The chef superhero. Yeah. No. Ivy. Oh yeah. She said she felt like a chef superhero. That's right. I didn't write that down. I, I don't have it, was, it in my notes. It was pretty cute when she said that. Um, and then, like we talked about earlier, there was a Q and A. Um, what's it like cooking um, in Gordon Rams- Ramsay kitchen? I guess Reed was the one who answered, or no, no, it was Ivy because yeah. Reed was asked, um, "What job should Gordon Ramsay have?" And he said. President of the United States. Did he give a reason why he thought that? Because he has the hair. <laughs> I think he was comparing Gordon Ramsay's hair to Donald Trump's hair. Oh. That was my guess I'm as to what that meant. I'm surprised they didn't cut that out. Well, I don't know. What do you think of Gordon Ramsay's hair? He's got a nice head of hair. Yeah. I like, I like Gordon. I, I know that he has had a little bit of Botox. Yeah. Um, which I think he's gone to a, a decent sur- Botoxery. Yeah, Botoxery. In some of the promotional photos, the airbrushing is a little over the top. I kind of like Gordon's look, and I'm not typically one to go for like the kind of pink, pinkish blondes. Um, but he he's kind of a pink colored blonde. Um, but yeah, his his hair's fine. His family's great. Like, his 
children yeah. are, are adorable. Um, there are other judges I like better, um, but he's fine. Um, so, <laughs> so the winning team, um, they like go do that effing fake out, which I just, I'm over, David. Okay. Where they like, they're ta- they're gonna say announce it, and then they have to go towards the back. And what did you say when they went back to discuss it again? Well, they'd already had twenty four hours because they said they we have to come back tomorrow. Yeah. Then they had 24 hours to talk about it, and then they were like, yeah, you're all staying. Yeah. Bad news. Bad news. It, it, it made, it was very irritating. Like, there have been, like, one or two, I have to admit, one or two times when they didn't send anyone home in mm-hmm. a competition. Not yeah. just this competition. A, a cup, Maybe once or twice on RuPaul Drag Race where they didn't, They it was so good, and I was happy. Mm-hmm. But overall... It's like you just waste, I just wasted the last hour of my life. And there's no forward <laughs> progression. Nope, no forward progression. So, one thing though we do learn is that MasterChef Season 10 for the adults is coming yes, soon. Yes, tomorrow for oh, us. Is it? Yeah, May 29th. Oh, wow. We have a lot of TV to watch. <laughs> um, but... Christina's not a judge. Nope. Joe's fine. Joe is bad. So it's Aron, Joe, and Gordon, which is a fine group. Um, but it really bums me out. Yeah. It's nice to have uh, Christina there. Yeah. She's a good judge. She's a good judge. And um, as we were talking about, it's nice to have a female voice. For sure. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. It is. So... Um, you know, maybe she's busy at Milk Bar. We'll talk to you guys next week. Or no, actually, we'll talk with you... Tomorrow. We're probably going to record on Friday of this week. Yep. Because we took a little time off for Memorial Day. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye.